Our guest on the program today, Drew Nelson from the Boone campus of Des Moines Area Community yeah. College. Good to have you back. Well, thank you. Thank you. And we brought non-winter weather uh, for us here. Yeah, break. I, I, I was laughing. One of our volleyball players, Aqua, is from down in Arizona. And I said, I think that our retention of athletes from Texas and Arizona is going to be a lot better than it would have been. They got a taste of it this year. Yeah. And that's okay. They can say they survived it. But then it gets up to 50 or 60 again in February, and they're just going to think, well, I'll come back. Yeah. And with this, then uh, baseball and softball could just oh my stay gosh. here. Well, <laughs> I, I know I've been, I have driven by several times and seen baseball practicing on the field and softball practicing on the field. And they love it because normally now we have the, the fairway field house, which is great. Yeah. But if you can practice but outside, it's not, even better. not the same as being outside. No, I don't know. No, yeah. and, and it's, it, it really has been amazing. Uh, I worry about the climate stuff with, with uh, we need some water out there. but Well, there's that part. Yeah, yeah. and the good thing is, you know, the ground's not really frozen. They're not really tearing it up too bad. No, no too much. Not. We were just, BJ and so, I were talking this morning about, about irrigation. When, when do we turn the irrigation systems <laughs> on? Because you don't want to freeze them, but... It's going to be sooner than we think. Yeah. Well, if it stays this way and we don't yeah. go, uh, don't go real cold. We could have some games coming up here. So. Well, that's what. Well, right now they're on the road most of the. They time. are on the road down south, but but we talked about that. It may be that someone from Brainerd might think that this is a pretty good field to rent because <laughs> uh, they probably aren't renting up there. Nope. I think not right now. Uh, did want to say that, you know, with all of that going on, so uh, one of the big things is we still maintain a lot of focus on uh, being that student. Yes. And we are into our, our spring semester. We are. And uh, I've got students coming to me for help on if they're having a problem with an instructor. Um, none of ours. It's usually something online. Uh, or And we work on that. Uh, but the fact that we have students who care enough to do that rather than get themselves into, you know, a, a grade situation. But we had really good grades last semester. We had, I think, gosh, it was 100, well over 100 out of 160 who were 3 or better. Yeah. And we had teams where almost the entire team was at a 3 or better, which is really nice because it, it does mean, besides just being good students and they're focused, it does mean that um, they're usually studying instead of doing things I don't want them to do. Yeah. And that's lovely. Stay out of trouble. Yeah, make good decisions. I tell them to make good choices. And uh, we will help you all the way yeah. if we can. Yeah, do you do that. We we're, we're your three quarters of the way there. We can help you the last quarter. All right, so unfortunately, we have pretty outstanding basketball. Unfortunately? No. You we were trying to go a different direction with someone, but we'll save the unfortunate okay. for later. They're, uh, they're uh, really playing well. Women? Women and men Very both. Well. Yep, yep. Men are what twenty four and twenty four and three, and the women are the women won twenty this year. I think they're twenty and seven. And I, it's been a while since they won twenty games in yeah. a season. That's I. I emailed Coach Kavarik the other day and said, Jocelyn, tell them that uh, they're prematurely hitting twenty wins and <laughs> and go for it. And they did. They they've won several in a row and. They've got two tough ones coming up. They've got Western Iowa or Iowa Western and um, Kirkwood. Uh, Kirkwood, and both of them are top five teams, yeah. and we're playing away, so it's going to be tough. But the men are really good this year. They're they as guys have gone out with with injuries or minor injuries, they're so deep. They've stepped up and uh, just keep rolling. 
this is one of those teams where we've got a lot of uh, a lot of Central Iowa players. We do. I know that's and BG and, and that draws, draws some pretty good crowds. It, it, we've had some good crowds up there with people coming to watch people they know from high school. And I I was talking with uh, a parent the other night who had had one of our reserve players in like little league basketball and uh, and said, yeah, I remember watching him when he was in fifth grade. And in fact, I think it was uh, Trey Lewis's family, and he's our, one of our starting point guards. And, and Quincy Ferguson was the guy they were talking about. And those guys kind of grew grew up playing in the same league. Sure. And it is nice because we we want families to attend. Um, I, I enjoy getting to. I meet many of the families when they're on recruiting trips, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to get to see them throughout the time that their their student athlete is with us up in Boone. So. Doing doing well, and uh, it's Can't not going to be far. Yeah. Going to be far away before we find well, out who's doing. Playoffs well. are starting in about three weeks. Yeah, for yeah. both men yeah. and women, and then uh, we are hoping that both teams go to nationals this year. Ooh, that'll be. I would love to try and balance that problem. That would be a. On where I? How do I get from Joplin, Missouri, to Champaign, Illinois? The, the problem. The problem is your conference is. Our conference pretty, is brutal. Pretty good. You know, when you when in the men's division, when you've got four teams in the top twenty, and really they're right around the top ten. I think they've been four in the top ten. That is ridiculous out of one concert conference. And then the women have, you know, us, and then two of the top five teams. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So it's uh, well, we keep our fingers crossed. We'll let them do that. But part of what Listen. happens too then is that, and I was just talking about this with them. Um, with our softball coaches this morning. As we get a little success, that's great in terms of recruiting, but it doesn't hurt that you're in the best conference in the country and you know if you're planning on going to play at a four-year school and you come here, not only are you going to get to play, which you wouldn't at a four-year school as a freshman, you're going to get to play against the top-flight competition in these sports, whether it's golf or whatever. So um, it's it's making our recruiting a lot easier from Iowa and from out of state. I think people in Iowa... Realize they can stay here and not just get a great education, but really play some competitive sport ball. And yeah, and that's uh, and for a lot of them, that's it. That's going to be uh, for a lot. That'll be their ticket to D one. Yes, yeah, and I think we're going to have a bunch of them going D one after after this year. So I think that one of our softball players just signed to play at Bradley. No, oh. um, and I the name escapes me just like that band we were talking about yeah. earlier. I can't remember <laughs> anything right now. Well, we know that uh, softball, baseball, uh, both have started out really well. Yep. Uh, and again, it's early, but they've only just started doing their first trips. Really, it is, but so. but we, we really like where we're at with both teams. Baseball is strong this year. I think our pitching is going to be real strong. And, uh, and they've cut the size of the team down a little bit. I think sometimes they've had 54. I think we're down about 46 or so, okay. which is a little bit more manageable for our coaches. And then softball is going to be a completely different team this year. They have very good pitching, a lot of speed, and they aren't going to hit as many home runs. Mm-hmm. Which, And when we've talked, it's great that you can hit a lot of home runs, but all it takes is to run into a pitcher that is going to cause problems for you, and then that it becomes a problem getting contact. Oh, so we're going back to fundamentals. Hit the ball and run. Well, yeah. 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 I know that Hillary Wilson, our, our freshman starting, starting shortstop this last weekend, I think she had six doubles in 13 at-bats or well, something like that. So she just was raking. They just like to make contact. So. Yes. Yep. And 
they still can hit it out. But they still can. I just think we won't have anyone hitting thirty this year, yeah. probably. Uh, and and our our pitching really looks strong. I think Courtney Donahue, who signed with Missouri, um, I think she had twenty six strikeouts in two games. Yeah, and that was <laughs> she was dealing with them. And these are not bad teams we're playing. These no. are these are um, some of the of the better teams in the middle of the country. So I'm I'm real happy with where they're at. We got golf starting in another yeah. week. They'll start traveling. Uh, we like where both the men and women are. We're hoping for top, at least top 10 finishes from both teams. Okay. I think we were knocking on the door with men uh, pretty much every year. Sure. Um, and then the other thing we're, we've talked about, and it might start happening not this year but next year, is maybe doing some spring long-distance running with our cross-country runners okay. where they would get scholarshiped maybe twice. And they don't they don't get full scholarships if they're – half on but um coach melchard has talked about that that again you'd keep them in shape keep them engaged during the spring um keep our name out there because the the recruits we're getting again for cross-country men and women are better than we used to get well that's i mean that's a good thing to have to put up with it's nice to get those kids in who are super motivated at something and if they're motivated at sports and athletics that's in sports athletics and academics that's great and the academic part is um we've been very fortunate too getting some excellent students out yes absolutely well well, spring semester things rolling along pretty good and uh this is also the time now (laughs) i know we're talking about summer and fall summer and fall already too uh you barely get started uh, one of the things, and I know you weren't able to attend it, but uh, we did have uh, kind of a workforce get together. Yes. Uh, this it involved Ames. Good, you can tell me about it, Jim. Okay. Yeah. Well, Boone, Boone, uh, Boone County Chamber yes. and Boone Economic Growth Corporation, Ames uh, Chamber, Ames Economic Workforce, uh, which you guys have had. Them, mm-hmm. And plus, you've got Aaron, and uh, you know, you guys have a program there that uh, has great opportunities. DMAC does. Yes. And we can steer people towards that. But it was uh, businesses, really, the mm-hmm. employers coming to say, what, what's available? And, yeah. and, you know, here's what's available. They were being told. And what would you like to see? I think sometimes that if you watch not necessarily state news, but national news, there's a false sense provided that uh, businesses aren't real interested in providing resources or money or taxes or tax dollars to public education at the past high school which is really not true and i don't i think it's especially not true in iowa where there are so many good jobs out there for students uh, and for people who want to who need some training that we feel very supported by the business community here and in boone and then especially in iowa and central iowa where they are very supportive um you know, with economically and politically where they speak up and say, we've got to have employees that are trained. And I think there's also sometimes a sense that, um, and I used to hear this when I was in Texas sometimes, that that uh, if employers want employees, they should just train them themselves. Well, I don't think that's part that's of their not, mission necessarily. Yeah, it's yeah. not very efficient. We've got numbers on our side when we can train people in power equipment technician or uh, in mm-hmm. tech, and, and we can do... Um, civil engineering tech smaller contractors who need civil engineer technicians aren't going to train enough of them in a year to make it worth having a trainer on staff there's no reason or the equipment that they need 
there's no reason to do that when we're up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why that program's filled up all the time is it, that there, it's sort of our social contract that we're supplying people who are going to go out and fulfill good wage jobs that are needed. And then, you know, they're producing as well. You know, one of the things, and I remember getting an opportunity to, you know, when we, uh, one of the times you weren't available, so mm-hmm. we talked with Aaron and, and talked about the uh, workforce training that is available through DMAC. Right. And, and again, it is, I mean, you could do it for virtually nothing. Yes. I mean, you know, because of the support that is available. So people can go in. One thing I always hear is people will say, well, we don't, you know, they say we need to find qualified employees. Right. That's really the catch. You know, people say, well, you know, they're not hiring because I applied out there and nobody nobody called me. Well, were you qualified? Right. Were you willing to work to be qualified? Well, it's a matter of opinion on some people. That they- but I see employers being more willing to take a chance on someone who shows up mm-hmm. and, and doesn't necessarily have all the qualifications. And again, that's where we can do customized training, too. Um, yeah, Aaron Newman has provided, uh, really talked up some of the entry-level jobs that you can get in OSHA training where you can do floor, forklift operator. It's not just um, office assistant. I'll tell you something. The office assistant has been shocking to me because there are people who can do, not just receptionists, but manage an office are in huge demand because of the generational yeah. retirements. And we have a hard time getting those classes to go on the non-credit side. They're short-term non-credit classes, and we have a hard time finding enough people. And I think that's more a product of us being in a smaller population Mm -hmm. area than anything else. Because I know that in Des Moines, you wouldn't have problems getting enough people to make a class. Those are some of the things, uh, opportunities that are available. And, And I know they had a great turnout for that event, which was good because I know that uh, people that have been involved with trying to do this, you know, what have we got for Boone County? What is right. available here? And there is a lot. And I mean, you guys are already doing the C- CNA stuff like crazy. Yeah, and we just added more, I believe, for next year for Boone High School because um, we really feel like CNA, when colleges do certified nursing assistant or certified nursing aide, it's often not so much about um, – people wanting to get right into being CNAs. It's that they need that to get in the nursing program. Yep. And on the high school side, a lot of those students really want CNA so they can be a CNA right away. Um, it's a, the, the job pays competitively. And Lord knows there's enough long-term care facilities in Boone and Ogden oh, and yeah. Madrid so that you can stay local and start making a living when you're 17, 18 years old, as soon as you can. Um, so, yeah, we'll be adding those on. In the past, we've had students, the opportunity for high school students has been over at Ames. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lindsay Hyman and Jill Janes and John Johnson have been really um, strident about uh, students who want to go into the directly into the workforce, not necessarily having the resources to get over the transportation to get over to Ames when they need to. Um, so we'll be looking at both the basic and advanced CNA classes for high schoolers as well as for regular college students. Yeah. The other thing I heard, and I'm, don't quote me on this, anyone, I think that they now are mixing high schoolers and college students into CNA, and that was not done for a while, which made it really hard in some areas to have enough classes mm-hmm. um, because it, it, it's a function of not having enough instructors or space. 
here we can just run more classes all the time and we can usually get more instructors we just need to make sure the classes are at 10. Yep. i'm excited about that i'm i'm really excited as a resident of boone to to um see what we're doing with the high school and especially what the high school is doing on their own um, oh yeah we've we've been at the the discussions about having a workforce center um yeah. in town and yeah. i i hope that that goes because um and this is not speaking as a college administrator who wants everyone to go to college this is speaking as someone who wants to see people get qualified to work and find jobs and stay and stay in town i mean the, the, the fundamental thing is that boone's what about twelve thousand people mm-hmm. and it was twelve thousand people 100 years ago yeah. and that's people might say well if you're not growing you're dying no, if you're not dying, you're not in so much trouble because um, there are plenty of towns in Iowa that would love to have a, a town that hasn't lost population for 100 years. Well, we yeah, they might be around the county. Yeah, they may <laughs> be somewhere around the county. Yeah, but uh, still, it's and it's it's for a lot. It's it's the start, the base start. Right. I, then I can I have opportunities to go where I want after that, and I can go. Especially if they know how to weld, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're working on that hard because I know, and that's something that's funny too. Some of these, the the demand for workers in machining and welding is there. We just don't have enough people wanting to do it to get a program started. It's really hard sometimes to have enough students year after year. Sure, too. It's not like you can just you do want it. it sustainable. Yeah, you can't do it once with fifteen and then the next year only have four. It doesn't work. So we're. Welding is incredible how many people want to do that. And we, you know, again, I came from the Gulf Coast of Texas where pipe welding was the big thing for the refineries and for pipelines. And the living that those folks made, if you owned your own truck and were working as a contractor, you'd almost have to not work all the time to not make six figures. And that was a long time ago. Demand is there. Sorry, I shouldn't have said pipelines up here. I know well, it's a different feeling about pipelines up here, but depends who you ask. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, uh, so those of you who didn't like don't like pipelines, just ignore me for the day, okay? But uh, well, there are people from around here that went and did a lot of welding on pipelines too. Yes, there that's were. what they did. So, but they knew how to weld here. Yes, <laughs> so we've got that part done. Uh, as far as uh, other activities going on, I think uh, probably the next big one you guys will have on campus anyway is going to be in April. Mm-hmm. We're going to have another huge STEM festival. We will. I, don't, I, I haven't talked to, to Dr. Woods to see how many people we've got, but I know last year's they had exhibitors all over the place. We oh, really, yeah. really were almost at the point where we couldn't add any more. Um, yeah, that's an exciting event. We did have a dance last week for on the 13th because we had basketball the 14th, and we had the Cupid Shuffle, second annual Cupid Shuffle. I heard that it was fairly well attended, and we really like doing that sort of thing. It's not that we're going to have 100 students show up, but for the ones who want to be a part of something like that and want the traditional college experience, we really want to offer that to them when we can. Yeah, And Amanda Strayer is our student activities coordinator, and she's just <laughs> – she comes I'm, up with things. I'm learning from her. She's so organized, and, and she she just has it together, and I wish I could be like that more. When, when she started doing the planning, I remember, yeah, last year you had people from Ankeny coming. Let's go to Boone for the dance. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know if any of them made it up here. They yeah. may be, be busy, but, yeah, they were pretty excited by that. And, and people like Kay Mueller told me that the dances, yeah, there used to be dances here before there was Quarter Center. Oh, yeah. And they would go to the Elks Lodge. And I thought, I don't think we can do that anymore with our <laughs> students. That sounds like a little shaky that 
<laughs> oh my goodness! Oh well, we try not to put back it in, in the position. day. Back in the day, you did stuff. Well, that's what we did. Uh, at this point, uh, of course, uh, enrollment numbers. I was going to ask. They're uh, decent. I mean, we have about what we had last year. Um, mm-hmm. We would like to build our enrollment here, and we're working on some programming that would help us do that. Um, we really want to have the esports team going soon. I don't know if we've hit a snag in that or what, but we really want to get that going as well as at some point add another sport or two. Um, just because that's a stable source that we have. Um, I'm working with uh, Boone High School on getting some classes, but that's hard because it, it's so hard to schedule something when their students mm-hmm. are not taking the same thing at the same time. Yeah. I really want them to come to the campus um, even though it's just a few minutes away it's hard to make that work where they're not taking up two or three slots in their day and that doesn't work for them so um, I, I don't know quite how we're going to work that out but it's and it's yeah. not well, unique to us we'll watch uh, what they do they're making that adjustment on the block scheduling so yeah they I, I'm really excited about that because um, I think for science teachers and people that do skills and hands-on thing it makes so much sense that you don't waste twenty percent of your time setting up and tearing down. Um, and we're, we're hoping this will work out uh, for both of our, our yeah. schools. So good. We'll keep uh, keep tabs on that. Of course, uh, for parents that are looking to uh, FAFSA, find out about, yeah, that's it's a not, challenge it's, going on. It's a right challenge. Now. So ju- just know, folks, that it's a challenge for everybody. It's not just you. I, I can. I can isolate myself in thinking I'm the one messing up a form, but it's not just you. Uh, it's uh, it's going on. And you have people that can help. Yes, we do. Right. We do indeed have people that can help. And that's something where um, a lot of times we can have someone that can help you with basic things on campus. Our advisors are much more widely cross-trained mm-hmm. than people at a lot of schools because we're that's how we do things. We want to make sure that when no matter when you come in, someone can help you with a basic question, even if not the, so. the advanced stuff. Well, we do know because I had the story about Shelby happened. Yep. Shelby Hildreth happened to be one of those getting re, re uh, no. shuffled around. There are some changes going on at DMA. There are. Um, so when when the school moved to pathways model, which which I don't think most of us disagreed with at all, because it it's helpful to students um, to keep them from bouncing around and getting credits they don't need, among other things. Uh, that was a year ago in December that that was announced and. There's a lot of reorganization mm-hmm. going on as they align for pathways and also do some changes that uh, were they feel like were needed across the the district. As opportunities have opened up, people like Shelby have taken them in. And honestly, um, Boone was very lucky to have Shelby as long as we did. Um, she's yeah. a, a DMAC lifer, and you know lives in in the area mm-hmm. and is thoroughly committed to to DMAC and its mission. And I was grateful to get to have her and work with her as long as I did because, man, she is, she is a thousand percent committed to students, and it's it's good to have people like that on the ship. And we have a bunch more, including our, you know, our coaches, our advisors, oh, most yeah. of them. And, and they, I've noticed that, um, boy, they get on their athletes, but <laughs> don't they though? Oh my goodness! About I had the other day, I had a student telling me. Yeah, I don't dare miss study table. Yeah. They, they hear about it. Um, they things happen. There are consequences to missing study table. Well, and uh, the bottom line, we've always said all along: they're students first, athletes second. Right. But if they want to be successful, 
they're going to be successful at both. And, and as we move on, I know that one of the things we're working on right now is um, kind of re. Vi- not reviving because we've always had it, but really making the honors program a little bit bigger thing at DMAC overall because Boone is the place to do honors more than yeah. any other site. Um, we have a greater percentage of our students doing that. I have faculty up there who are f- very committed to doing honors projects mm-hmm. with students, even though it means some extra work for them. And if students graduate besides the GPA with an honors designation, it really opens up doors for them for doing research, for doing um, having scholarship opportunities for going to schools that you don't think are going to take someone out of a four year of a, of a community college. A lot of things are happening at DMAC. Uh, and again, folks, you can still go out and catch mm-hmm. games. And it won't Please. be long before we're going to have softball and baseball out there. So. so know that the softball and baseball is free and that we charge very minimally for basketball and, uh, and indoor sports. And we will be into playoffs pretty quick for basketball. What we're hoping is that the men are going to get number one seed so that when they get to the championship for the region, it'll be, it'll be right here in Boone. And I, I told one of our guys, Trey Lewis, today, and um, I said, I hope you know how cool it is to win something big in that gym. Because uh, I'll never forget 2020. Oh, yeah. And then I want to forget 2020 because we... <laughs> A great team that didn't get to go anywhere because they were masked up and or they were home. Yeah, everybody was stuck at home. Yeah. Uh, well, Drew Nelson from the Boone campus of Des Moines Area Community College on our program. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much.